Welcome to Affiliates in Action for June, Part 1. Hi, I'm Debbie Hazelton, and this week we are going to have a double treat. Janet Dickelman will be here with our second part to the convention overview. Do you remember the nickname I gave her? I hope everyone will use it at this year's national convention. And we will also feature an affiliate I'm very proud to have on this show. Our own wonderful affiliate, ACB Students, so important to our organization. This will be a two-part segment. I sat with Tiffany Jolliffe, ACB Students President, and wow, what a wonderful dose of enthusiasm and hard work she was able to share with us. Next week, we will have ACB Students Second Vice President, Min Ha, to tell us about all of the wonderful things this affiliate has planned for this year's convention. Next week, in addition to more with ACB students, we have an interview that Rick Morin did with ACB Comptroller Lane Waters. Many of you have appreciated the help over the years from Lane's work. And so I hope you'll be with us next week for part two of Affiliates in Action for June. Let us continue with our convention overview, part two with convention coordinator Janet Dickelman. Let's talk a little bit about traveling to Minneapolis. Okay. Um, Minneapolis has two terminals. They are actually two separate airports, although they're in the same area. Um, We have Lindbergh Terminal, which is our main terminal, and Humphrey Terminal, which is the terminal that some of the smaller airlines, such as Southwest, flies in and out of. So in order to, we started doing this last year to assist the airport personnel and to assist Marjorie Beeman, who is our wonderful coordinator for arrivals and departures at the airport and make sure that everything goes well. Yeah, she is definitely the airport mama. Um, Once you've made your reservation, if you could email or call Marjorie and let her know the arrival date, time, your airline and your flight number, and the same thing for your departure, and also give her your cell phone number. She'll make sure that someone from either the airport or one of our volunteers is there to make sure that you can get maneuver the airport smoothly. And it does get a little crazy at the airport, so this really helped her out last year when she compiled information for everyone. And you can email her at now remember her name is Marjorie, so her email is Oleo O L E O five zero at hotmail dot com. <laughs> and um, if you don't have email, you can call her at five one two nine two one one six two five and just let her know your flight information. We have a great deal with Super Shuttle from the airport. Uh, a taxi normally from the airport costs around forty dollars. Um, Super Shuttle is $16.50 one way, or you might as well get the round trip at $28.80. And you can call Super Shuttle to make your reservation at 1-800-BLUE-VAN, or for people like me who have to sit there and go, ABC, it's 1-800-258-3826. 
Okay. And just let them know, and they'll ask the same things basically that Marjorie needs um, about your arrival and departure. And uh, they'll arrange for the. And what they're doing for us, which is very nice, um, is they're pulling up right outside of baggage. So yeah. you get your luggage, and then you walk out the door, and the shuttle is right there. And both airports do have some guide dog relief area, okay. so that'll be good for those of you traveling with your dog. If you don't want to fly to Minneapolis, we have lots of other options. Um, Greyhound and the Megabus both stop oh, less than a mile from the hotel in Minneapolis, or you can take Amtrak, and that does go into St. Paul, so that's about a 10-mile trip. Bad. But it's not it's not terrible. Mm-hmm. So I love Amtrak. Oh, me too. Um, are you if you're a paratransit user? A lot of people like to get certified in the city that they're visiting because they want to use our paratransit, or as we call it here in Minnesota, Metro Mobility. You can do that. Uh, you just have to call their customer service, which is six five one six zero two one 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 one. And uh, they'll ask for the dates you're going to be in town, and uh, then they will have you get verification of your eligibility from your uh, provider. And uh, they said you can call anytime starting now, but you have to make sure you call at least a week prior to the convention to make sure that your certification goes So some through. people could use that instead of a super shuttle, right? You could if you wanted to have paratransit um you know, set it up, and, you know, sometimes there is a little wait for paratransit, right. but yes, you could and, use that from the save, airport. Save money. Save some money. And in Minnesota, we have another very unique feature. Premium same-day taxi is a very <laughs> cool option that we have in Minnesota, and it's part of the paratransit system. You have to be certified through paratransit to use this. Um, you call our Metro Mobility to set up a premium same day, just like you would for a ride with Metro Mobility. Mm-hmm. Uh, rides for Metro Mobility, you have to you can call up to four days in advance. Uh, the premium same day, you can call the day before or the day of, mm-hmm. and you tell them you want to use a premium same day taxi, and they will refer you to the taxi cab number, which is Airport Taxi, and you will call them and tell them that you have a premium same day. Now, the cool thing about the premium same day is you pay the first $5 of the taxi, and then because you're using it through the Metro Mobility system, Metro Mobility pays the next $15. Mm-hmm. And then anything over that, you are again responsible for. Now, it wouldn't really save you a lot of money even from the airport because if an airport taxi, if a taxi from the airport's $40 with a premium same day, you'd still have to pay 25 yeah, So I the see. shuttle would be a little right. cheaper. Mm-hmm. But going out to dinner to some of the local restaurants yep. or going a lot of places in the area, I can get to a lot of places for $5 plus tip. Is so that, it's a, okay. Is the hotel really going nice. to shuttle at all? Do they do like to local grocery stores or anything, or what do you think? No. Okay. No. So, so you could use like it for that. that. Yep. Or I know a lot of people use Uber and Lyft too. I personally don't because I can get this deal with the taxi with right. the premium save day. Right. So if you wanted to go to a local store, you would just mostly you would pay your five dollars. Yep. Right. That's correct. Great. So really a great deal. Um, 
and on our regular paratransit rides are three dollars or four dollars depending on the time of day mm-hmm. and uh, as I said you can make it up to four days before but it has to be the date prior to as most of our paratransit systems are and uh, it's cash only so somebody could yeah. use that to actually leave the airport. That might be better than arriving, but if you were on paratransit and you wanted to schedule that for when you wanted to not leave the airport, leave the hotel at the end, right. that yes, might be a good you deal. you could do that. Um, the phone number for making your reservations with Metro Mobility is 651-602-1100. And again, the phone number for customer service was six five one six zero two one 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 one. Great. So you options. know you've got you've got a lot of you've got a lot of options mm-hmm. uh, for transportation. Let's talk a little bit about the Hyatt, good, which is the home of the two thousand sixteen convention, and it is right in downtown Minneapolis. It's on what is called Nicolet Mall. It is a pedestrian walkway street. I mean, buses and uh, taxis stop there, too. It's mainly a pedestrian walkway. They are So there's a lot of restaurants within walking distance, a lot that have outdoor cafes, because, of course, in Minnesota, when it's nice for the two months of the year that we get summer, everybody wants to be outdoors, so you can get have a lot of El Fresco dining options. Um They are doing a little bit of construction. However, they have assured us that the walkways will remain open and the crossings, there will be a crossing area to cross along any of the cross streets that you might have to maneuver. Minneapolis has the, and I think we've had them in a couple of other cities, the Ambassadors Program. It's a volunteer program where there's people who just kind of wander around the downtown area and assist out-of-town guests, and they're going to make sure that the Ambassadors and the Minneapolis police are aware of our attendance and have a strong presence just in case, you know, to help people get from point A to point B. Sure. Safely. Yeah. Good. Um, Room rates at the Hyatt are $89 a night for uh, one or two people in the room. If you, for each additional person is $10 up to four people in the room, only four people, please. Um, the tax current is 13.4%, which is pretty standard for a hotel. Uh, when you make your reservation, as is also pretty standard, one night will be charged to your credit card. And you can make your reservations by calling 1-888-421-1442. That's 888-421-1442. Or if you would like to make them online, there's a link on our website. If you go to acb.org, and there's a link for the 2016 conference and convention, and we have a link to the Hyatt. Is there any chance of selling out, or are there going to be enough rooms? I think we'll be okay. Okay. But make your reservations. Yep. Make them now. I like to know how many people we've got. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'll be happy if you make them. Uh, The Hyatt has two restaurant options. First one is called Market Deli, and they're open from 6 a.m. to, I believe, 8 p.m., and it's grab-and-go food. They have all kinds of 
in the morning they have muffins and bagels and egg bakes and, you know, that type of thing, breakfast sandwiches and coffee. They have Starbucks coffees and teas and juices. Um, lunchtime and evenings they've got a lot of salads and soups and sandwiches. So it's a great, you know, quick option. Of course, we will have our ACB Cafe also that is similar to that on a smaller version. And then there is uh, their restaurant is called Prairie Kitchen and Bar, and that is, you know, the hotel restaurant, and they are open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So the first place, you don't actually sit there, you just grab it and, and take it? Yes, there's and a lot of tables around. Okay. There are some tables out, but yes, it is grab and go. And when I went in there this fall, the gentleman who works in there, his name is Frank, said to me, oh, I remember you. You came in every morning for a latte. I said, yes, I did oh, wow. in 2007. He oh, was there in 2007. Goodness. Oh, my goodness. Yep. And who runs the cafe? Is that the hotel providing or is that some the of The ACB people? cafe? Yeah. That is the hotel providing. Okay. You mean the food for yeah. the ACB cafe? Yes, yeah. that is the hotel providing. Okay. Oh, and there is room service at the Hyatt also. So okay. you have, and then there's lots of restaurants, as I said, within walking distance. And the Minneapolis Convention and Visitors Bureau has been really wonderful. And they have sent out information to all the local restaurants, giving them a heads up about our convention and giving them contact information as to where they can get Braille menus. And we have strongly suggested, you know, how important it is Mm -hmm. for our attendees and for the restaurant to have menus in Braille, and we're going to list on our restaurant list which which restaurants are putting their menus in Braille. Okay. Generally, I mean, you can, for your personal use, if you're in a hotel, you know, order a pizza, but generally, you you know, you're not going to get a bunch of food delivered, and you certainly can't have an event in the hotel and right. order, you know, hundreds of dollars yeah. worth of food delivered to the hotel, because the hotel is in the food service business. Right. And what about grocery stores? What's in the area? Grocery stores? Um, I'm there is a Lunds, which is our local chain grocery store within less than a mile from the hotel. Mm-hmm. And there is also a Target that has groceries about the same distance. And there are several drugstores. And that information all gets circulated out also as it gets closer to the convention. And we always show in the program we have, you know, some local information about the closest drugstore and um, grocery store, veterinary care, that'll all be in our Mm -hmm. program. Um, The Hyatt Hotel, our meeting rooms are on the first floor, the second floor, the fourth floor, and the fifth floor. I didn't miss a number. They have nothing on the third floor. It's offices and other things. So there's, um, but meeting rooms are on those other floors. Uh, There's one bank of sleeping elevators that also go to the meeting room floors and then in the lobby there is an elevator and an escalator that goes from the lobby up to the meeting room floors okay um our dog relief areas are going to be one will be on the fourth floor and one will be on the second floor as that is what we anticipate at this moment. Now, sometimes it happens when we get to the convention and our dog relief people say, no, this area is not going to work for whatever reason. 
and they have to put uh, but believe that it's going to be where our drug relief areas are going to be located and of course we'll make sure that all the volunteers know and the hotel staff know and we'll have them set up they should all be set up on thursday the 30th so and who's, who's handling the relief areas uh, at the same people? Tim and Maria from Scoop Masters. Great. Okay. Will be back with us. And Tim, also, for those of you who aren't familiar and are bringing your dog to the convention, you don't want to pack your dog food, especially if you're coming for the entire convention. That's a lot of dog food mm-hmm. to bring. So Tim is will take orders for, his, for your dog food, and you can call Tim at 800-787-787. 7667. He can get pretty much any kind of dog food that you want. If it's a very specialized dog food, sometimes he has a little trouble. So if you need a specialty dog food, you know, call right away. And any other orders for dog food, it, you should have to Tim by the 20th of June. Okay. So, um, yeah, I did it one great year. Service. Yeah. And give him your cell phone. He'll take your cell phone number and when you get to the hotel, you just call and let him know, and he'll bring the dog food right to your room. That's great. So, it's a great. All of the Hyatt hotel rooms have refrigerators. That's super. Which is very nice. Mm-hmm. They did not initially, um, they had a spot for the refrigerator, but they had taken them out, and I was very happy to find out that they put them all back as of April 1st. So, everybody will have a refrigerator in their room. Mm-hmm. Um, while you're at the hotel, if you have any special accommodations, um, if you need a wheelchair, we've made arrangements with Dahl, D-A-H-L, Medical, and their phone number is 612-334-3159, and ask for Dan, and he was very, very nice. They will deliver the wheelchairs to the hotel for no charge. They have sizes 18 uh, to 24 for $40 a week. And I said, well, what if someone's there for longer than a week? And he said, oh, we can make that work at the weekly rate. Mm-hmm. And they also have scooters, um, which are sometimes hard to get. Um, so, But he said they have them in all different sizes from $120 a week to $170 a week. And from what I've seen with scooters, I think that's a very good mm-hmm. price. So if you need a scooter or a wheelchair, just call Dan at 612-334-3159. If you need a support service provider or an interpreter, Lori Scharf from New York is our go-to person for making those arrangements. And if you would send her an email with interpreter for Minneapolis in the subject. And Lori's email is Lori, S-L-O-R-I-S-1, at optonline, O-P-T-O-N-L-I-N-E dot net. And when we're done here, I'm going to give my phone number. In fact, I can give it out right now, and I'll give it out several times. But my cell phone number is 651-428-428. Five zero five nine, and if you have any questions at all, anything convention related, I'm very happy to talk to you. If you think of something at two o'clock in the morning, you can call and leave me a message because <laughs> I 
unlike my home phone, my cell phone is tucked away in the charger at night, and it won't bother me if you call me at all hours of the day and night. I'm not going to answer if you call me at 2 o'clock in the morning. But, I do, but if you think of something and you just have to ask me, you can leave me a message and I'll get back to you at any time. So feel free to call me with any questions that you that have. That reminds me, I've heard Carla talk about if anyone has a medical emergency at convention, what do you want people to know about that? Well, First of all, if you have a medical emergency, and it is truly a medical emergency, you would do what you normally would do and call 911. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're having a heart attack or you know something like that, don't call me first. Call 911. <laughs> then if you are able to, certainly contact me, and I'll send somebody to assist you. Mm -hmm. okay. But the, for a true medical emergency, the first contact is always 911. Uh-huh. So. Right. But we don't want any emergencies. That's right. So how easy or challenging is the hotel going to be for getting around? The hotel is very easy to get around. It is, all the meeting space is pretty well stacked, so there's not a lot of walking. Uh, the lobby is like a big rectangle. One thing to be aware of in the lobby is there's a couple little sets of shallow steps in the lobby. The lobby of the hotel is a big rectangle and there is quite a lot of seating in the lobby when you walk in the uh, front desk is just off to your right I'm trying to do this from memory and my memory on orientation is not the greatest uh, there are a couple sets of shallow steps in the lobby to be aware of in our hotel orientation that we're working on right now we're also directing you there's ramps to avoid using the steps so if you want to you know not have to worry about the steps uh, there are little ramps that you Go can ahead. take and there's um, two little sets of steps in the main lobby and then another set of steps down by the um, heading down towards the exhibit hall but again you can get past the steps using ramps if you prefer and we will have contrast on the steps so that you mm -hmm. know but just something to be aware of sure I think people are going to be pleased at the ease of getting around the hotel. Okay, good. That's great. Okay. So, as I said before, our first tour is Friday, July 1st, and our last tour is Saturday, July 9th. Um, on Saturday, we do start with some programming, and I said I wasn't going to talk about affiliate or committee programming, and I'm not too much because I don't want to leave anybody out, but I do want to talk a little bit about some of the Saturday programming for people right. who are considering, when do I want to come to the convention? Right. Um, we do have quite a few things going on starting on Saturday. Our Information Access Committee has their 411 from the IAC, which will be talking about all the new things that are coming out technologically with off-the-shelf products and what's available out there and what's going on with the FCC, and it's just going to be a whole myriad of things. It's going to be great information that you're not going to want to miss. ACB Family is doing a really cool session uh, Saturday afternoon. It's a hands-on session on container gardening. Oh, cool. So we have a woman from uh, the University of Minnesota, um, who's coming out and bringing plants and dirt and containers and everybody's going to get an apron and uh, we're going to, we're going to plant. 
Cool. Also having our leadership seminar is Saturday afternoon, and they're going to talk about how to get information passed down when you have new officers in your, you know, what to do with all that information, how mm-hmm. to how to how to corral it and not lose it. Yeah. And they're going to also talk about dealing with the different personality types in your um, organization because everybody fits into, they say, I, and I've seen this study too, there's four different personality types. We've got the doers and we've got the um, organizers and we've got the, I don't have them in front of me, but there are four definite um, mm personality types and we're going to have a little test and you can figure out where you fit in and how to how to work with the different personality groups so that's going to be a very interesting leadership seminar sure and then our resource development committee is having a seminar and they're calling it free money just ask and they're talking about how to get different how to get funding from different sources for your affiliate that's great so that's going to be wonderful Saturday night, you have to come to the Welcome to Minnesota Land of 10,000 Lakes party, where we're going to have a DJ and play some trivia and have some door prizes. Also, the students are having their welcome party, and uh, the ACB Lions are having their uh, Lions Millie's Pin Place party. So there's a lot going on Saturday. Wow. Yep. And... um, the first edition of the newspaper comes out on Saturday, the Minnesota Messenger, mm. and that will be delivered once again by the students, so you'll just have to give your room number to um, the information desk once they're you get like, registered at the hotel. They're like elves, you know? It's just they great. are. They run all over the place. You just wake up in the morning, and there and, it is. Yep, I love and it. I have to say, we've all, you know, the, the communication center does a wonderful job of yes. putting our newspaper together. There's six issues of the newspaper Saturday through Wednesday, or Thursday, sorry, can't count. And uh, as Debbie said, if you have it, if you subscribe to it, it comes to your door, and it's just there. Otherwise, you can download it at the information desk, or we do have it available we email it out but i think there's nothing better than getting that hard copy braille I newspaper know it. Out i agree door. and i'm so pleased to mention and i don't know if you've heard this or not debbie but the communication center is now going to be called the marcia nigro dresser communication That's center wonderful. to honor our wonderful friend marcia yes. who as anybody knew marcia spent so much time she working did. in the communication center yes she did oh. so that's the marcia nigro Mm. Dresser Communication Center, which I think is very, very cool. It is. Um, oh, and the exhibit hall opens on Saturday at 1 o'clock. Oh, okay. So if you think there's not a lot to do before our first day when we have our general session, and we have tours, so definitely want to come in Thursday to go on the Friday tours, or definitely come in on Friday so you can partake of a lot of the Saturday activities. Wow. And our... Our exhibit hall, as I said, opens on Saturday, and then it is open Saturday from 1 to 5. Sunday, you have all day to spend at the exhibit hall. It's open from 9 to 5. Uh, Monday and Tuesday, it is open from 11 to 5, and Wednesday, it's open from 9 to 1. And as I mentioned earlier, we have about 80 different exhibitors, and Mm. we have everything from technology to 
aids for daily living to fun stuff like jewelry and candles and anything you could imagine. It is, and all many of the guide dog schools have representatives in the exhibit hall. Um, there's a lot of, and some of our our corporate sponsors are going to have exhibit booths. So we're going to be. It's going to be a very very busy place. I love it. I love it. Mike always does such a great job, and yes, sometimes it's real challenging about how to get everybody in there. All the it exhibitors. Is. Yep, it is. But he does a very good job of mapping it out and making sure that all the tables are, you know, making nice aisles for everybody. Oh, and Sunday morning, we have the Brenda Dillon Memorial Walk, Mm. and you can sign up for that on the registration, um, convention registration, and that's a $25 donation, and you can walk, or if you're too busy or lazy, and I won't tell you which one I fall, which category I fall in, but you can be a virtual walker for $25 and do the fundraising. You can get a team together, and the great thing about this is you can also, some of the donation can you can have go to your local affiliate. So some yep. of that $25 will go help your, your very own affiliate rather than in addition to ACB National. That's great. And they're doing a nice, easy walk this year. Well, they'll meet up at one of the um, convention meeting rooms and walk from the hotel through the Minnesota. Because of our winters, we have in downtown Minneapolis a series of skyways so that people don't have to go outdoors in the winter to get from point A to point B throughout downtown. So they're going to do the walk in the Skyway. That way they're not going to need to have a bus. And if it happens to be raining or cold or hot, there's no problem with the weather. Ah, cool. That's what they're going to do. Yeah. And, of course, our opening general session is Sunday evening. And that is a lot of fun. Would you agree, Debbie? Yes, most definitely. It's always so exciting. It's a time when... ACB really gets to shine, and we have um, locally, we arrange, we always have a color guard. This year we're having the um, ROTCs presenting the colors. We've got somebody singing the Star Spangled Banner. We uh, present the Derwood K. McDaniel Award winners. We are Life Award members, ACB Life members um, that have become new life members over the year are presented. And then we have each state affiliate and special interest affiliate is recognized to uh, talk about what their needs are throughout the convention. And um, if they sometimes they make a nice donation to ACB. So it's, you know, a lot of time, Kim, our president does her president's report. And it's just a very, very great Oh, it, it's Best. exciting. It's a real kickoff, you know? It is. It, it is. It's our kickoff. And it's, it's kind of like going to, uh, I always kind of remind, it reminds me of going to what I remember from, you know, the Democratic and Republican conventions as a little girl. Each person gets up there, you know, from the state and announces who they are and who their delegates are. And it's, it's very fun. Oh, yeah. Sometimes um, it runs then, really late. <laughs> yes. And then some of us get to put the signs out for all the tables because once after opening general session, all the state affiliates sit together by table. So we put out the signs so that you know where your tables are. Mm-hmm. So that's what we get to do after the opening session. <laughs> uh, our general sessions run 
Monday through Thursday from 8.30 a.m. to noon. But try to get there early because from 8 to 8.30, we always have some great pre-convention entertainment. And I understand the little elf, the little student elves are also going to do what they've done in the past is you can pre-order breakfast from the ACB Cafe, or I'm not sure where else they're going to be getting it from, and they will come and deliver it to your table at the convention. Oh, I love so it. So you that can get your sweet. coffee and croissant while you're sitting right there in general session. That's right. Oh, that is sweet. Those students, they're like elves. They are. They, are. they run all over the place. Yep. Well, they have the energy. <laughs> <laughs> um, also... Friday, we have our all-day general session, and that's when we'll have our elections and do a lot of our ACB business. Uh, The general sessions earlier in the week, we'll have a multitude of speakers uh, still working on the agenda, so I don't really want to give you too much Mm -hmm. information at this point about general sessions, but I know that on Tuesday, we're going to have our scholarship winners, which is always very nice when they're Mm -hmm. presented and get to say a little bit about themselves. And Wednesday, we have our talking book narrator, and I can tell you who that is because that has been confirmed, and our talking book narrator is going to be Martha Harmon Pardee. Oh, okay. So everybody, that's a very familiar name, and she's going to come and talk to us, and then she'll also talk uh, Wednesday afternoon at the Library Users BRL um, Mm -hmm. Teachers Combined Program. Good. So there are... Uh, going to all collaborate together, all those yes. affiliates. That's great. Yes, they do on Wednesday mm-hmm. afternoon. Mm-hmm. Big day. Friday evening is our banquet, and we are working on a banquet speaker. I don't want to tell you who it is right now because it's not confirmed, but I, everyone will be very excited. Hmm. I think we have a great banquet speaker. Okay. And that will I'll get that out as soon as I can. Good. All right. Um, And as I said, we have our affiliates and um, committees doing their programming basically Saturday through Thursday. And I'm not going to try to go through a list of all of them because there's just too many. But as I said earlier, just there's an affiliate for anyone and just go through the registration and all of that information will be on there. Oh, one change that we're having this year, uh, for those of you who are familiar, we always had our candidates forum where anyone running for election can make a statement and we can ask questions of that person. And that has always been on Thursday evening. We're changing that up a little bit, and I think this will be a good change. Candidates forum will now be Tuesday evening at 545. Okay. All right. So So that's that's a little bit of a change. Yeah. Yeah, cuz it's right before FIA basically. Yes, it is. So you yeah. can go to the go to the candidates forum and then run to the Friends and Art <laughs> on uh, Tuesday evening, the uh, performing showcase of the performing arts, which is always a great. We have lots we have lots of talented people in ACB. Sure. Yeah. And they will be performing Tuesday evening. So that's that's a wonderful thing. Friends and Art works very hard to put that on. Let's talk technology a little bit. Okay. We always have a lot of tech sessions 
throughout the convention, and this year is no exception. On Sunday, AI Squared is doing four different sessions. Hymns hmm. is doing two sessions. Uh, Kurzweil is, I'm 99% sure, going to do a um, Kurzweil users group on Sunday afternoon. Hmm. On Monday and Tuesday, Humanware are doing sessions. Um one about their uh, note taker, and Tuesday about the Victor Stream. Also, also Tuesday evening, Bookshare is doing what they call their office hours for Bookshare members, where you can go in and talk to people from Bookshare. Um, Wednesday and Thursday, one of our corporate sponsors, Google, is doing sessions. They have not gotten the session title to me yet, so I can't tell you for sure what they're going to be talking about, but I know they're doing sessions Wednesday and Thursday. And on Wednesday, Sprint is doing some focus groups, and uh, many of our other sponsors will be holding sessions, and as soon as it's available, I'll post that information. Um, We also have some other, I kind of put them under the self-improvement category, uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, and they were here last year, and I emailed several people who took the class and said, hey, did you did you like it? Should we have them come back what, this year if they want to come back? And everybody said, yes, yes. Uh, One Touch Self-Defense, and it's a self-defense course um, designed specifically for uh, people who are blind or visually impaired, and it addresses real-life situations and gives you practical applications on how to defend yourself. There is a cost for that, and that is a $12 session. But, you know, for self-defense mm-hmm. training, that's really yeah. pretty darn good. Sure. And they're having sessions on Tuesday and Wednesday. And also on Wednesday, Independent Science is coming. And they were at our convention several years ago. They haven't been back for a while, but they're coming to do a couple of sessions. And these are $8 sessions. And I'm just going to read what they gave me because it, I'm not a science, you know, I can I can add and subtract, but science and math are, you know, not my big points. So what they're calling this is demystifying science. And they say this is an interactive, tactile science demonstration featuring the new Sci Voice Talking Lab Quest from Independent Science. And that will decode the mystery of science for the blind and visually impaired. And it has a lot of math and science applications, and it's supposed to be very helpful, especially for students or teachers or anyone who's working with science and math. That's good. Yeah. Yes. Very important. Uh, We also have, many of you have heard from audio discussion, things in audio description of Caption Max. They do a lot of audio description, and they are located in Minneapolis. And they're coming to show a movie. And they call the name of the movie is Shoulder the Lion. And it's about three artists that have lost one of their senses. Um, one person had a brain injury. I think someone is losing their sight and hearing. And... Um, it's exploring the meaning of imagery and the fragility of memory and uh, how that all re- how how that 
all relates to today's world, and it is an audio description. Thursday evening is ACB Film Night, and that is put on by our own Joel Snyder of the Audio Description Project, and it is an audio-described film, and we'll have popcorn and soda, and the cost for this is $8. Where can you go to a movie now and get mm-hmm. popcorn and soda and a first-run movie because we are going to be—he's going to be showing the 2016 Academy Award-winning film *Spotlight*. Okay. And it, *Spotlight* is the story of the Boston Globe's um, Spotlight team, as they call it, um, delves into the allegations of abuse in the Catholic Church and how this all came out of what was going on in in the church and all over the world. And I understand, I was at a luncheon the other day with some friends of mine who I used to work with, and everybody was talking about that movie and what a good movie it was. Hmm. Great. I haven't seen it, but I think it's going to be very interesting. Uh, For those of you who are exercise people, we have our yoga lattes, which is a combination of yoga and pilates, done by our own Leslie Spoon from Orlando, Florida, who is a certified trainer, and she gets us up and moving on um, Monday and Thursday afternoons, and we'll also be having some water aerobics on Monday and Thursday afternoons. And although many of our affiliates have breakfasts and lunches, I want to talk about just a couple of special breakfasts that are going on. Um, Our American Foundation for the Blind has a breakfast on Monday uh, where you'll get to meet their new director of AFB, and they'll give you updates on what's going on with American Foundation for the Blind. Uh, Guide Dog Users, um, Guide Dogs for the Blind School has a breakfast on Tuesday for GDB graduates and anyone who's interested in thinking about the guide dog lifestyle. And National Industries for the Blind has their breakfast on Wednesday morning. Mm. So there is a lot of activities at the convention that aren't even related to our affiliates and committees, as you can see. So we have a lot going on. Pre-registration form, which has almost everything other than, you know, a few board meetings and a few things of that nature will be available on May 19th. So that's going to give you a really good overview. The program has to be online by the end of June. Um, It probably will be up there a little sooner, but that's, you know, what we always strive for. Yeah. And... Every year prior to the convention, I send out many, what I call them, convention previews that talk about what's going on with the convention. I've started to send out uh, quite a few, and I will, especially starting the 1st of May, I'll probably be sending out something daily. If you've been on the convention subscribe list in the past, you don't have to do anything else. As you know, you're already getting these lists uh, or these previews. But if you are not on the list, you can just send a blank email to acbconvention-subscribe, S-U-B-S-C-R-I-B-E, at acblists, L-I-S-T-S, dot O-R-G. Okay. So it's acbconvention-subscribe at acblists, 
www.ohrg.org. Okay. And I want to give, make sure everyone has my contact information again, and I'm always happy to help and answer any questions that I can. You can email me at Janet, J-A-N-E-T, well, the email address is Janet.Tickleman at gmail.com, and that is Janet, J-A-N-E-T, dot Dickelman, D-I-C-K-E-L-M-A-N, at gmail.com, or you can call me at 651-428-5059. And I try to respond to my emails very quickly, so if you send me an email and you haven't heard back from me in a day or two, just presume that it got lost in cyberspace, because that does happen sometimes with Mm -hmm. emails. So if you don't think I'm ignoring you, but send it again because I may not have received it. So I will always respond to emails as quickly as I can. Oh, yeah. That's great. As I said, I'm happy to talk to you over the phone or correspond with you via email. That's what I'm here for. So reach out to me at any time with any questions that you have. Perfect. Thank you, Convention Mama. Okay, now... Let's really take in this great energy of our ACB students. Here is Tiffany Jolliffe, ACB Students President. I was so happy to have you guys in the affiliates' holiday greetings. That was fun. I'm glad. We enjoyed it. What do you feel is important that you want to tell us? Because, like, this is your moment. I want you to tell us what you want us to know about ACB students. Well, I want people, especially just ACB members who have been around a while and any new students who might be interested, ACB students has taken a big upturn in the past year. We have a good student base. We will be seated at the convention this year, which is something really huge. We were not last year. And we're also planning to really work with the scholarship winners this year. I was a scholarship winner last year, and I felt like our scholarship class didn't really connect with the rest of the convention, and especially with ACB students. And so this is something that my board and I want to change for this year's scholarship class. So we're actually doing a mentorship program for the convention this year, where we're going to work with all of the scholarship winners, assign them to different members of our board, and make sure that every scholarship winner has a very positive interaction with the ACB convention. They might need to know what affiliate might best suit them in terms of their major interests, or maybe they just don't really know where a meeting room is, or They might not know what general session means or something like that. And we want to make sure that the students have a a fun time, an educational time, because ultimately we're raising up the next generation of ACB leaders. And so we want to make sure that these students have every opportunity to fulfill that. And I think this starts with our affiliate. I love it. Yeah, it's going to be just awesome. It's something that actually Ty, um, his idea, and I we just decided to run with it. Like we are so excited to take these scholarship winners under our wings and bring them up in our affiliate. I love it because I know from meeting a scholarship winner 
once that was had gotten a scholarship for FCB that they had also applied with that other organization <clears throat> and I think they had gotten one <laughs> they had gotten both <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> and they didn't know who they were talking to at times. Right. You know, they right. they'd refer to FCB as that other group and right. and I'd right. be like, "No, no, don't do that." You know, but they need to know who ACB is. Well, they really do. And something that I will say good for that organization that shall not be named mm-hmm. is that they <laughs> do an amazing job with their scholarship winners. The one thing I don't like is that they kind of make it into a contest to yeah. see who gets the most at the end. But right. what they do that I like is they pair you up with somebody in the Federation yeah, and they go with them throughout the week. The person is never left out. They are, they go and see what that whole big picture organization is like. And that's something that I think is really missing with our scholarship winners is my friend says, you know, the scholarship winners are the first view that a lot of these people have into ACB. And we are at this time missing out on such a good opportunity to bring in younger members, to bring in fresh ideas. And so the students are really wanting this year to step up and make sure that we don't miss out on what could be maybe our next ACV president in the future. Not our next one, but, you know, just a a future ACV president. Absolutely. ACB students wants to show ACB that we are a prominent, strong affiliate and that we are going to rise from the ashes, if you will, and just make this just a, a it's been a great learning experience over the past year it's been wonderful i have goosebumps i mean i'm really excited yay i just feel so proud of students you know and you know i remember in being a student one of the things that's real important is opportunities for interaction and so this is something that probably is going to go a huge long way because you're going to be helping students to feel really like they already belong you know yes and want to belong to ACB and then they're going to some of them are going to start making friends and, you know, just finding, oh, I have this interest. I can also get involved with this person exactly. or this group or any number of things. So it's, it's, that's just wonderful. And one thing that I see about ACB in general, I look at our members and everybody in their own right is very successful. And so it's something that is really cool for the students to come in and see. You've got all these different affiliates with different professions and just all these people. You've got lawyers and teachers and rehab counselors and artists and all these other types of people who are just ready and willing to share that knowledge with people if if we're willing to listen. Mm-hmm. And I just... I think it's just so great that the scholarship winners get to come into this. And, you know, we've really missed out on the opportunity in the past to connect them even with with the different affiliates. So part of the mentorship program, too, is we're not only going to work with them on the as ACBS board, but we're also going to find out kind of what, what they are interested in doing in the future and try and hook them up with someone from one of those affiliates. So like say someone is majoring in information technology, we're going to try and 
connect them with someone from bits, even if it's not so much that they can um, go have a two hour chat or whatever, but even just getting their contact information exchanged. Mm -hmm. Because we just want to make sure that the scholarship winners don't just don't accidentally fall through the cracks. We want to make sure that they do feel welcome, that they are a part of this convention and that, you know, their purpose is not just to stand up on that stage and get the big check. It's to, you know, really be a part of something that is so huge and such a positive forward movement. Oh, I think that's great. There's so many things about convention. It could be that they're a first timer. Yes. It could be that they've never been into anything like it before and mm-hmm. are like, wow, overwhelmed. And we want it to be positive overwhelm. Yes. When I won last year, I roomed with a girl who most of her community was sighted and she was just coming into her blindness. She she had a lot of vision, usable vision, but she had no idea about all the different resources that were available to her as someone who was blind. And it was really fun to watch her just start connecting with all the other scholarship winners that were closer to her age. She would ask me questions about like stuff that I was doing in school because she was just starting her freshman year of college. And it was just really fun to see her grow and start becoming proud to be someone who was blind yes. and just start getting excited about it. I really loved that. She was such a sweet girl. And I well, just, I loved rooming with her, but it was just so cool to watch her grow even through that week. And I bet your spirit helped a lot. And well, your, thank you. Your presence helped a lot. Yeah. I think it was the dog. <laughs> <laughs> <Wasn't me. laughs> she got a dog to play with. Oh. <laughs> so how large is your affiliate now? When we did our um, accreditations this year, we had 27 members, okay. which is, you know, it's small-ish, but, mm-hmm. you know, I'd say we're small but mighty. You and the are. fact that we are getting 18 new scholarship winners this year, um, wow. that's awesome. So Ooh. they are automatically becoming members of our affiliate. So if you add all those up, then we're up to a little over 40. Oh, love it. Yeah. So, I mean, we are... Um, we're growing slow but steady. We have a Facebook group that has over 200 members in it. We have our email lists. I haven't checked to see how many people subscribe to those, but we do have an announcing email list and a general discussion email list. And all of those can be found on our website at acbstudents.org. Um, one of the big things that happened this year was our webmaster was able to get our domain name back. We didn't have one for a while. We didn't have an email list, anything like that. Ty and Chris were able to work together and get our website back up and running. And for the first time ever, ACB Students is a 501c3 mm-hmm. organization. So this is huge for us. We've never, in all of ACB students' existence, we've never had a 501c3. I'm so proud. Yeah, so we are very excited. We're so excited to fundraise and um, hopefully contribute. What we want to do is get get a lot of donations and help to sponsor scholarships for students, bring them to the conventions, help them with potentially mid-year. We had a good showing at mid-year this year, which is something that students don't normally go to. And so I just really am excited to see where all of this is going because it's all in a positive direction. 
Oh, that is great. I hear what you're doing to help recruit yes. and all of that. But what about students that either are members or they're new members? What do you do for them? You know, we like to say that we can provide advocacy um and resources for students. So for instance, um, we will talk to them, like, for instance, they might have a question in the Facebook group, like they'll be just starting college, and they'll come to the Facebook group and say, I have never taken a foreign language in Braille. Um, Has anyone else done that? What what is involved, what do I need to do, et cetera, et cetera. They've got this whole group behind them that can come in and answer and say, hey, you know, yes, I've taken 10 years of Spanish in Braille. The Braille is going to look like this. This is what you request from your disability support office, et cetera, et cetera. I know at the convention this year, we're going to be discussing the different online platforms that Mm -hmm. schools are moving toward. Mm -hmm. This is something that could get a little hinky if developers decide to get down and dirty and make things all pretty and then break all the accessibility. Sure. (laughs) So we are going to have a um, a session at convention on how to best navigate those platforms. Mainly at this point, we are providing a lot of resources and help for students that want some assistance and want some knowledge sharing opportunities, some networking opportunities, etc. So we hold all affiliate calls every month. And what we will typically do is bring in somebody from ACB, the larger ACB, to talk. So one of our affiliate calls, we had Penny Reader come Mm -hmm. on and talk about guide dogs in school. Sure. Last night, we just had an affiliate call. We had Janet Dickelman on talking about a convention preview. So that's, we, I think we want to do more. Actually, I know we want to do more. Mm -hmm. And I think what this year has done is created a foundation for us to build on and do more with. So we could actually do more advocacy. We could actually publish more resources. We can do all that because we, this past year, have kind of set ourselves up to to move forward in a, just in a, a very positive and strengthened trajectory. That's excellent. Thank you, Tiffany, and thank you all for listening. See you next week on ACB Radio Mainstream for Part 2 of Affiliates in Action.